There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are in France, which means Tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast. It's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination. More popular than loving political revolutions. More popular than mer and mer somehow being different words. Tubi, it's more popular than being French. See you in there. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Ask me, ask Eliza anything, it's time to ask. Ask me all your questions, leave them in the Instagram comment section, leave them on your Twitter. Pumped. Where are you? You in your car? You under your bed? You listening to me in airplane mode? Because you downloaded me? You subscribed? What is it? Like, review, subscribe, rescribe? Yeah, that's what you did. And now you got me. You're in the car. You're <clears throat> hanging outside your job. Just waiting for five more minutes of sweet, sweet comedy before you head inside, take a dump at work, get out your spreadsheets. I'm here for you. We're here to bring the comedy with me. I'm equipped with my baby arm. She's mm-hmm. taking a big chunk when you're supposed to say, hey, it's Hi. Uh, we've gotten a lot of questions lately about where baby arm comes from, but I feel like we've addressed it. So why don't we quickly. Why don't you tell them? Arm, that way it looks less shameful. Because my arm looks like a baby's arm. Say it with a smile, though. I'm just, I'm telling a fact. Her arm is soft and tender and meaty and it's, it's untouched by vitamin D. <laughs> it's like, like a translucent like a baby. purple. Yeah. Because you can't tan your baby. I actually don't think I would think that if you weren't so frighteningly white. (laughs) So it's the color combined with the softness. Okay. The plumpness of it. There we go. You've got a dimple. I don't have it. Oh. We have a dimple in the elbow, which a baby has. Yeah. And I squeeze it. And uh, don't uh, ask her if she needs help because she's fine. Yeah, because you did Instagram videos about it probably over a year ago. And then it stuck. Yeah, she's fine. We're fine. We yeah. are. We're post-feminism here. A lot of people here. were just curious. That's the answer. A baby arm and a squeeze it. All right. So let's get into the questions. We have an anonymous one. If I'm social media active and my boyfriend of six months has a Facebook account but not really active except for family tagging him on stuff, when is it okay to ask to be friends? I've met some of his mom. No. I've met some of his mom's friends. I wouldn't ask Facebook official till, say, a year, but would be nice to start tagging him in things and a peek at what's on his wall. Love you. Just Add tag him, as a friend. him. Just do it. Request it. And if he brings it up and is weird, that's fucking weird. Yeah. This, it doesn't matter. Nobody really checks Facebook except fa- parents. You don't need to tag yeah. him. Get, get on Instagram. That's where all the cool kids are. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No. Don't even tag him. And I would erase your page. <laughs> the Russians are coming. Next question. 
Another anonymous, how do I nicely ask my hubby to please stop giving me gift cards to a certain store as gifts? It's a chain store that is close to his office, so it's easy for him, but I never shop there on my own, only when he gives me a gift card. I don't generally generally like their clothes. Big eagle, giant eagle, large eagle. So I usually end up buying some random perfume and home stuff. I don't want to be ungrateful, but there are other places I'd rather get gift cards from or he could put some thought into a meaningful gift. Love you. Uh, fan of New Jersey. You know, it's tough because he's probably thinking like, oh, she likes this place. And I just – it probably wasn't even like a big gift. He's like, I'm just thinking about you and here's a cute thing. This is your husband. So if you're wondering how do I say something, if you can't say something to him in a rational way and have him, you know – respond with removing emotion from it, having him not, then that's a bigger issue. But we all have these things where you don't, like, I have this with Smokey Husky. You don't want to hurt someone's feelings, and they're trying. You say it as nicely as possible. I love you so much, and it's so sweet that you do this. I don't really shop there, and I I was so scared to tell you. Put it on you. I was so nervous. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Put it on you that you had bared this burden. <laughs> you had borne this burden. And you're like, and I just, I was thinking, I'm going to therapy, and I've been on this prescription because I'm so, he'll be like, whoa, I'm sorry. Men are very good, if they don't have an ego about it, are very good about, like, all right, just correct him, and he'll be okay. You don't even have to bring up the old stuff. Just say, hey, next time you get me a gift card, I really love the pajamas from Soma. There you go. Yeah. Done. Yeah, I'd like I'd like that more. I have a new favorite store. Men are not as complicated as women. There is very little emotion attached. He's just doing it because he thinks you like perfume, yeah. and you keep reinforcing it. Right. Just point him in. It's like a wind-up toy. Pick him up, rewind, put him. It's like Blanche would, like, be obsessed with sniffing something. We'd pick her up. We'd wind her up. Yeah. And then put her a different direction. She's like, here I go. Right. That's how men are. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he did it the first time because it was near his work. And then you went there and bought things there. And he was like, great. Yeah. It's worked out perfectly. There's no sentimental attachment. It is all convenience. And, uh. Don't say the, like, or get me a good gift, because he's like, I was just thinking of you. It's like a guy that, like, gets you a scratcher or, like, a candy bar. Mm-hmm. And no one's ever given me a scratcher. Don't give me a scratcher. I've seen a lot of, on Reddit, uh, questions of it, people who, like, buy someone else a scratcher. and bought then, it for them. Right, but they, like, want some of the winnings. Or... Buying a scratcher. How do you feel about this one? Splitting a scratcher with someone. Like you and a friend always, when you are on a road trip, you split a scratcher. The friend never, ever pays you back. Mm. And this scratcher won big money. So just this person pays you back a dollar? Scratchers are a dollar. I mean, there are some that are like five or ten dollars. And if this person consistently never pays you that money, this guy was like, hey, man, are you going to pay me back? And the guy's like, yeah, I'll get you. This guy knows he's won. And so he's like, well, if he's not going to pay me back, I'm not going to give him. No, you can't split that hair. Never mind. Here's $10. Now give me half a million. Right. If you're going— I mean, it's it's like, you know, 500 Under the pretense of this is something we're doing together, Mm -hmm. then that's that. If you didn't say that, though, and they were just in the car— yeah. I think, but I also don't buy scratchers because I don't buy scratchers. So scratcher law, someone else is going to have to write it. <laughs> scratcher law. Thursdays yeah, I've never, I've never bought one, but whenever I see someone buying one in front of me at the 7-Eleven, I'm like, should I do that? It's not, it's like kind of a, it's a, it's not in my wheelhouse of hobbies. I'm not very lucky it's and like, I would just be mad. It's always like, I'll take a scratcher, a pack of Marlboros yeah. and this monster well, energy enema. <laughs> now I see people, they buy the scratchers and they buy the jewel pods. Yeah, so it's that kind of person. Let's move on. Different life. Okay. Fuel up. Anonymous. Lose that lung. Hi, Eliza and Emily. Huge fan. You made me understand, finally, people's irrational need to talk to celebrities. You're welcome. 
I've lived in Denver for the past year, moved there from Atlanta because I needed something new. I'm sure Emily can relate. Mm-hmm. I recently She's had, a creature of habit. Uh, I moved here from I Atlanta. I asked her to change her routine once, and I, her head almost exploded. <laughs> and it was like just leaving a room to go another. She's like, burn my things. <laughs> so she does not understand that. But I moved— You're what, not from Atlanta, I moved here so from don't even front. I'm from Decatur. Okay, so— And I moved here from there. there. Did you? <laughs> I feel like someone moved you because I can't imagine you— I moved here. Did you drive here or did you fly here? I drove here with my dad and all my stuff in my car, and then he flew back after he helped me. And he left me with all this stuff. He helped me unpack my stuff. That's very sweet. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. I'm busy. And this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around. And I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot Eliza. 
Uh, I recently had one of the few friends from high school I still talk to visit me, and I always thought we had a good relationship because we have similar senses of humor and both ended up in situations we never planned for after college. But during this recent visit, it seemed like every time I shared something about my new life, it was just hilarious. I felt like less of a friend and more of a piece of entertainment. I've always been someone to pull hobbies, movies, opinions, etc. out of left field. And coming from the suburbs of Georgia, I'm used to being a novelty. But at some point, I don't appreciate all aspects of my life being a joke. How do you deal with people keeping you around because you're a great story to tell everyone back home? P.S. I'm not like in the circus or have crazy hair. I'm just regular, unassuming on the surface, 24-year-old freelancer who has really gotten into the Colorado lifestyle and never been afraid to go my own way. Just, I think you were asking the wrong question. How do you deal with it? You're not friends with this person anymore. You've outgrown each other. Mm. She also might have no frame of reference for what it is you do or maybe, you know, you smoke pot or you go snowboarding on the weekends. The hilarious thing, I think sometimes when people laugh, it's because they don't know what to do. Yeah. She might have been laughing at you but not meaning it maliciously, but people grow apart. I say it all the time. You're not—you're 24. It's—you're going to shed friends, and you don't live in the same state. You know, if you want to bring it up, if it's really worth saving, but it just might mean that you don't really have any shared experiences, and you're different now. Well, and there's a certain amount—I mean, I even still get it sometimes of when you're from the South, people being like, oh, what's yeah. it like? Like, why don't you talk like that? What's Colorado—Denver is very liberal. Yeah. And so maybe that was weird for her. The pot could have been a thing. I don't know what you were doing. Also, there is a chance that she had altitude sickness and didn't know where she was because it happens every time. Right. Yeah. That's the truth arrow. Oh, yeah. That's your new sound. You're you pull really it back. That. You pull it back and then you let it go and it goes in the skin and then it, it goes back and forth. I used to be really good at archery. Yeah. Like well, I hit a bullseye and I got a free box of candy. Okay. It's not archery. That's like you're at camp. I mean... It's not like archers! Yeah, I wasn't like in a battle with orcs. And that's the last time you worked out. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last athletic thing. I won a contest and I said, this is it for me. This I'm is, done I've now. Peaked. Okay. Pick me to L.A. Wait, the arrow, you were doing the sling. I, she's doing... And then she's doing when it hits, Brrr, it vibrates. Like if you threw a knife, of the hit Brrr. is the end cap but of that. Before you were unsheathing your sword. No, of truth I'm pulling back. Oh, I'm pulling back the, the bow, and then I let it go. <laughs> it's, it's a simultaneous letting go and it landing in a neck, and then I'm on board. Brrr. I'm on board. Okay. Passed out in the desert says, "You ever wish for things?" Don't ask me questions. They people like that are like the pineapple pizza people. I didn't ask you the one about. Listen, like, I got a raging boner and I'm a little high. <laughs> Answer me. Uh, I wish question, for better questions. This question I think is funny because Dax is a name says this is an oddly specific question. Eliza, did you partner to do ads with Chase Bank just for the sole purpose of impressing us all by doing the fast talk section <gasps> without digitally speeding your oh voice? Oh my up? god, you know my heart. I got so <laughs> excited. I weirdly, for such an out of the box thinker, get very excited for formalities. <laughs> I got so excited to do the like member FDIC thing, and when I hosted a game show, I loved being like. TVS, Thursdays at 7, only on TVS. I love the tags. I love these, like, inherently Americana, like, things that go with it. So uh, it's not all of why I did it, because that would be very weird, but I was very excited to do it. So you get me. You did, yeah. You advance to the next level of fandom. Is that a hat trick for Dax, too? 
think yeah, Dax has been on a few. Whoa, Dax Shepard, good to have you. <laughs> Sam underscore Sid underscore Cats at Play. Eliza, as a woman who is passionate about her career, I'd love to get your thoughts on an ongoing argument between my husband and myself. Ugh, I would love to weigh in, but I have to go. Before we got married, we talked about what would happen with each of our careers when we had kids. We decided I would work part-time to provide childcare. This was working great until I got promoted. I went from working about 15 to 20 hours a week to closer to 30. This does not include the time I do work at home. I love my job, but my husband does not respect it and calls it my hobby job and wants me to quit so I can be a stay-at-home mom. The money I bring home is one-fourth of what my husband makes, and I always work around his schedule. My kids are happy and cared for, so why should I quit just because he has to do a little more? I think that's a conversation you have to have with your husband about respecting you. And, you know, you're not a baby machine. Just because you're a woman who births children doesn't yeah. mean that you only want to be around children. There's a famous Sex and City episode where Miranda was just like, it's not enough. And for some women, being a mother is enough. And for some women, it's not. And there's no answer that's wrong or right. But what is wrong is your husband not respecting it and thinking that you're beneath him and that your time should be spent the way he sees fit if you are, in fact, already taking care of your family. Mm-hmm. So he needs to be taken down a peg. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't have time to stalk your Instagram, but, you know, it's not uncommon, you know, to be like, oh, my wife and her hobby. And you know what? Maybe don't—I don't know what you do. Maybe what you do is bullshit. Maybe you work at, like, a friend's handbag company. But the truth is it makes you happy. You make money. It keeps you active. And it keeps you from fucking going insane. So uh, it's not like you're breaking your end of the bargain and you're like, sorry, they got to go to daycare. Mama's drinking and making fake Birkin bags. Gluing, gluing flowers on him. I'm just saying it's more about control. I'm not saying your husband's a bad person or abusive, but he's not respecting your time right. and you. And you also need to discuss, like, if monetarily, I mean, if they're going to childcare, how expensive is that? Because that's another issue. You don't want him paying for everything. That's a whole other thing. Right. And this might be the thing that gives you, like, a modicum of freedom. You're like, I do contribute financially. I can't imagine that he makes so much money that your money is just, like, toilet she paper. makes a fourth of what he makes. It's still something. Yeah. It, that's still the maid. That's still grocery. That's something mm-hmm. unless he makes like $200 a week. I don't know. So that's more about him not respecting you and your contribution and your sanity. Yeah. Put your tits right in his face. You, be like, you want this. Right. You're what? not wrong to want to do your job. Or to, to want to have something other than your family. You are not wrong for that. Well, and maybe because they clearly before kids discussed and decided she Doesn't would matter. stay home. Right, but you have to that's have like a saying, new discussion. That's why that you don't new... write your will and stuff before kids because, like, it doesn't matter what you decided. Kids yeah. change everything. So set new expectations. Yeah. Because if he's working off that old model. So new expectations. Like, and you're not going back on it. It's not like you're like, no, figure it out. Like, you're doing your job and you want another job. Yeah. So he needs to chill out. You can tell him I said so. You can tell him I weighed in on these two faceless people. (laughs) On stage page underscore, Eliza, you're notorious for your detestation of underscores. (laughs) What is your Eliza approved alternative? If you're just like a random accountant or cashier, you could probably just change it. But what about those that are trying to cultivate a brand? I own the same domain name as my Instagram handle. But on Twitter and Instagram, I have seven-year-old dead accounts holding my name hostage. I've tried to contact Twitter and Instagram with no progress. What can us lowly handle warriors (laughs) do to keep our brand and not offend with trashy underscores? In all seriousness, love you so much. The answer is nothing. I mean, it's, it's just the, an inconvenience to me, 
nobody cares but me. Please live your life. The only thing you shouldn't do is when you have like two or three underscores and then you can't tell how many it is. Yeah, like when it's a dad, like several, because then there's the different, like some people do because they don't want to be found. Yeah. Like my manager has like 15 underscores. Oh, yeah. After three, that's like, don't, I don't want the government to find me. Yeah. It is what it is. It's just something for me to fetch at. Uh, <laughs> you're fine. And that is annoying. The dead accounts, there should be a limit. Ugh. If you are inactive for a year, Take it down. It's the only reason I have an Eliza Facebook page. So some fucking nut doesn't come in and is like, I'm Eliza Schlesinger. Right. Check out my body. But you have a different name on Twitter and on Instagram. I grabbed Eliza on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't, I don't, I dislike Twitter with a passion, but I'm not going to erase it just because A, it's a great way to promote dates. And B, uh, I don't want someone else to have it. Yeah. But no. I use it. Yeah. So those people are uh, lazy, bad people. They're probably, they also could be dead. You don't know. They could be. Uh, the answer is I don't hate could you on stage dead. page, and and I hope your business thrives and you can crush domains like puss. Sorry, Mom. She underscore who underscore sings. Hey, Eliza. <laughs> I stopped talking to my mom a year ago. Because she gave you all those underscores in your Christian name. <laughs> Her Christian name, she uses <laughs> underscores. They're it's just like, spaces. We don't need to it's read them. from the New think. Testament. I know. Sometimes I don't read them, and I just read no, the name. No, you have to, because there's a know. she who sings without underscores out there that's like, I didn't Well, that's it. the thing. It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, that is the I, thing. I won't be able to find you. All right. Hey, Eliza, I stopped talking to my mom a year ago, and my family has been giving me hell for it ever since. I mentally needed space from her after years of trying to have open, honest conversations about boundaries and different things she did frequently that hurt me. She told me I forfeited the right to be a part of her family, and now my grandmother is the only member who still talks to me. My grandmother told me yesterday that I should repair the relationship because, quote, she's my mother and all the things she's done for me. I had no idea what to say. What would you say to people telling me to talk to my mom? I would say talk to your mom. I do, Look, look, uh— I don't know the specifics. You're saying hurt you. I can tell you, moms get annoying. We all get fed up with our moms. But the truth is, at least for most moms, it always comes from a place of that they love you so much. So you're saying hurt. I don't know what that means. I don't know what lens you're looking at this through. Uh, I can tell you if it's something that you... Taking space is one thing, but if they're not going to acknowledge... I just Your mom's going to be... Here's the truth. Your mom's going to be dead one day. And then all the things you wanted to say, you won't be able to say. So if she really hurt you, I mean, there's annoying and then there's hurt. And then there's I didn't mean to hurt and you're interpreting it that way. Your whole family could be nuts. But you always feel better when you make the effort. Right. Well, I would advise go to reddit.com slash No, don't. That should never be advice. Raised by narcissists because there's very interesting conversations surrounding parents where – sometimes like explaining a story of what's happened and you get other people's input and they can tell you you're being crazy or that woman is has been abusing you yeah i do have a friend who was raised by a narcissist and they were abusive so she could have sexually abused you like i don't i don't know in which case yeah maybe you don't want to repair that Mm -hmm. if it is just if it isn't that then if it's not severe but also your ask your question was what would you say to people telling me to talk to my mom it's none of their business right don't bring it up then if you don't want that from people, don't bring well, it Well, and I get, you know, of course the grandmother wants to repair things. I don't think you're going to be able to get her to stop. You just, you know, you say, look, she she knows what she did. Anyway, Grandma, nice to see you. I will also say this. You should just know. I'm going to go under the assumption that what she did isn't sexually abusive or, you know, drug-related. And it's just more emotional and didn't mean to. Our parents, the older they get, you're not going to change them. The amount of arguments I've had with my mom where I've been like, I need you to do this. And she's like, I'm going to. And then she doesn't. Because 
they've been around longer and they're kind of set in their ways and little things can change. But the more you can just kind of breathe through it, again, assuming that it's just like a chill thing and be like, look, they're just really trying their best and I can't change it. Yeah. You'll, if you kind of go with the current. But that's saying, I don't know. This is another, I think, good time for for therapy because if you can talk to someone objective that's not, like, related to your mom. All right. Well, look, I think uh, if you can afford it or work it out on a sliding scale, going to a therapist where you can discuss all of the things that your mother has done and get an objective opinion on it. Get it out now, yeah, because she's going to be dead and then you'll have to swallow it. Do what you can. Do it for yourself, not her. Next question. Christine Twan. Hi, Eliza. Your Ask Eliza Anything theme song is hilarious and catchy, but I must admit it's a bit of an earworm and has been stuck in my head for days. <laughs> what songs drive you bananas when they get stuck in your head? Thanks for your awesome podcast. Any song. Any song because I was up at like 3 a.m. and I'll get like fragments of songs, so not a full song. Like just like the background of like, wah, 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 you know, uh, I had like Hot Girl Summer, and then there was like a Cardi B song that she did with City Girls, but all I had in my head was like, do it, baby, stick it, baby, do it, baby, stick it, baby, grip up on that whipper. I don't even know what they're saying. I get the gibberish version of songs stuck in my head, and we all know that for the longest time, I had that ludicrous song, the I wanna lick, 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 but the only part that I had was when he goes, eating fresh fruit. So you've all heard that. Uh, I have jingles stuck in my head. I wind up with your versions of songs stuck in my yeah, head. Like by, when you sing. That is by design. <laughs> I would just get like. The, oh, Greg's. No, not oh. even that. Although that does. Oh, now that is going to be in my head. But w- when you make up your own lyrics for radio songs. Oh. I get those in my head all the time. Here's the thing. Here's the secret to song. To, to, to that. It's always about a fart or my dead dog. <laughs> it's mostly the second. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many songs lend themselves to like you're small and your body and yeah. you're tiny. Now you do. I mean, your um, all of your dog songs, your official dog mm-hmm. songs, would get stuck in my head so frequently. But you're welcome. Like you're and welcome. Good, yeah, but yeah. they just they would worm their way in there. It's fun. That's why. So sorry about the earworm. I can't say it wasn't on purpose. Uh, this is what ears are for. That's what memories are for. <laughs> ears are for. We have a. We already know about Greg's hold music. Yeah. His, uh, my publicist hold music, which we could call this into. No. The first couple notes sound like the beginning of the Who's the Boss theme song, so I always sing it, but then it becomes about suicide. Yeah. There's a time for love and a time for tips. You take your life in your own hands. I made you and your husband a ringtone <laughs> yeah. out of that. Did I know this? Yes. I think, so. I, think I emailed it to you, but. I don't know if I ever. We'll take that email I turn, back I turned that thing from the episode, which you guys can all go back and listen to, but then I turned that into right. a little thing for you. Into so a little cottage industry. Enjoy. <laughs> Bring it in Little Fresh fruit. Uh, underscore cake underscore pop. Was there any weird habit or tradition your family had that you didn't realize was weird until somebody pointed it out to you? Um, I had this boyfriend who was not, like, the best, but one time he was being annoying and I snipped at him, Give it a rest! And he was like, that's not, he was very California. He was like, that's not the way to talk to people. And like, it didn't occur to me that like my mom had been saying that my whole life. And maybe that's not the most gentle. Uh, my dad will start, if you are, if we're at dinner and somebody orders food and the food arrives, when it comes to the table, he'll go, oh, happy birthday. And people will start singing it to you when you just ordered like a plate of chicken. So that's, you know, nothing like, oh, you guys kiss on the lips? My family doesn't do that. Uh, Weird habit or tradition. 
Tradition? No, because my parents are divorced. Um, <laughs> tradition. I have to think about that. Oh, we know about Barnstorm. So yeah. it's more about messing with each other. Yeah. Uh, when I was little, my parent, my mom and my brother and I used to play this game called, like, you know what I hate, and we would each try to say something more horrific to the other one. I hate it when people stab me in the eye. Oh, I hate that. But you know what I hate even more? When I get paper cuts in the webbing of my fingernail. You know what I hate even more? And we would just build. I was a morbid child. Um, so, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't have, like, we all go skiing every year, and we all bring a pound of cold spaghetti. <laughs> Mommy's sketty. <laughs> I don't have it. Do you have one? I mean, yeah, I have a tradition where every Easter, and my parents are, like, not religious at all. So on Easter, they would just take eggs, like the plastic eggs, and fill them with different sugary cereals because oh. we weren't allowed to have the, like, we had healthy breakfast. I ate very healthy as a child, like, really healthy. Sure. And I believe so, that now you're rebelling. So they would get those, like, little boxes, and they would fill the eggs, and they would hide them around the house. So when we got up, we would do an egg hunt for our breakfast. That's so cute. And it was, like, very fun. That's uh, so cute. Yeah. So she's like, and that's nice how tradition. I have my breakfast every morning. I hide it the <laughs> night before. I take six Ambien. I wake up. And I'm like, where am I? Where's my breakfast? <laughs> Um, it was like very because you crack it, you'd be like, oh, Lucky Charms, oh, Cocoa Puffs. That's cute. Yeah. Oh. So that was nice. Uh, anonymous, any tips on how to break bad habits you formed in your early 20s? Second, any good habits I should be focusing on forming now that I am entering my mid 20s? I don't know. What? I okay. can tell you this. I'll, I'll answer the second part because I yeah. don't know. The bad habits will fall. What happens is you'll hit a rock bottom or you'll be like, oh, this, this isn't cute. Right. Oh, I shouldn't call him. You'll start to realize like, hey, you know what? When a guy doesn't text back, fuck him. Don't really fuck him, but like don't text back because he doesn't care. You'll start to realize that the world is a lot less complicated than you thought it was. Mm -hmm. Start washing your face. In your early 20s, you can go to bed full makeup and wake up like, oh, my God, like messy chic. It's not going to last forever. Take care of your skin now so you get more longevity out of it. Do not fall asleep drunk with your makeup on. Always take your makeup off. Always floss. All, like, I cannot go to bed without flossing. Get a vibrating toothbrush, electric toothbrush. What did you say? Get a burst. Get a burst. Get a burst toothbrush. Because then you also get the new brush heads because it's like, did you know that you need to change your toothbrush heads? You I did. Yeah. It can't just be this like worn down flat part of hair. But it's now official that it makes such a difference to have an electric toothbrush. Get an, I have had uh, an electric toothbrush since I was 18. Mm -hmm. The one that I had was a different company. It looked like a 70s vibrator. Like it was so, it was like they that medical, like light blue white. Mm -hmm. um, wash your face, get an eye cream routine. So, like, for crow's feet and wrinkles, especially if you're fair-skinned. And uh, take care of your hair. Take care of these things because they will take care of you. And it does not—you know the girls that, like, got like, rode hard and put away wet. And at, like, 36 are like, I'm going to start washing my face now. You're like, face has already left the building. You're weird. Right. If you Looking. develop it as a routine now and it's just something you're used to doing every night, it's so much easier. And working out. Like, your body, mm. it will show in your body. You will feel better. Your energy, you'll come to rely on it for— just do these couple of things. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you, like, meditate. I wish I did that more. And, like, positive thinking. Sunscreen. Self -love. Sunscreen, big time. Every time you leave the house and put it on your fucking hands because you're going to get early-looking liver spots, but it's from the sun because your hands are in the driver's seat on the steering wheel. Take care of your skin and face because those things will betray you. Your skin is your biggest organ. And work that butt. <laughs> Next question. Uh, anonymous. Hi, Eliza and Emily. Skin's not Scott's biggest <laughs> organ. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's wrapped in big skin. Skin too, yeah. Okay. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, a few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bolin Branch. Go to bolinbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bolin Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Uh, my question is, I Thanks recently... For the yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> what? Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> uh, my question is, I recently started a new job I love. It was a temp to hire situation, but I am now a permanent employee. While I was a temp, no one really paid attention to me for obvious reasons. But now I'm permanent and want to make connections at work. I've made friends with the IT guy whose cubicle is next to mine. No, it doesn't count. But we don't really share any <laughs> Not common a person. ground. No. I want to be friends with the other similarly aged girls in my department, but I need advice on how to approach becoming friends with them. Okay. I haven't made any new friends in a long time, well. and I feel like I've lost the finesse it takes to become friends with people I don't know closely. My question is if you have any advice on pursuing a friendship with new people without coming off as desperate or needy. P.S. I'm willing to show them my party goblin and bond with them in that regard. P.S.S. I love your specials. Sounds like you need a Chili's happy hour. Whoa. Good prices. You're like, my question is, what do I get Rajnesh from IT (laughs) to show him I'm serious? Look, um, it's really hard to make friends. Uh, Girls can be really shitty, but if they're decent humans at all, they'll respond to your thing. So I... Don't think it's the worst thing. First of all, you're there to work, but it is nice to organically let it happen. I don't know how long you've been there. It is not the worst thing in the world to go around and be like, hey, I'm so-and-so. I'm here. If anybody wants to, like, put yourself out there. 
I'm also really good at being like, like when I meet a new friend, I'll take a general meeting and I'll be like, do you want to come to a curated bar crawl I do? And I like select friends and then you get drunk with someone. That's a great way to bond provided that they're cool. I would like just kind of put yourself in their orbit and volunteer. Be like, hey, I'm getting a drink. Does anyone want to do that? Someone will say yes. And if Uh they all say no, they'll never know that you never went for that drink. Right. Ask if you can also ask if you can go with them. If they're like, we're going to lunch, be like, oh, can I? I'm going there. Mm-hmm. Can I join you guys? They'd have to be monsters to say no. Yeah. I'm sure they're fine. My personal method is I clock one person in the office when I've had like real jobs with other humans. It's just been me for four years. I know. When, I, when I'm at a real job, I clock one person in the office that I want to be friends with and I ask them, I talk to them only. Every day. And you do that. I feel out their vibe. You do and that with I ask Molly. them to go to a movie with me or hang out with me. Aww. And then from there, I'm going to a movie tomorrow night with someone that I made friends with at the temporary job between you and you <laughs> when I left you briefly. Okay. Uh, and because it's so much easier for me personally to hone in on one person. And then when they are going to lunch with everyone, they invite me because then I'm in with that one person. Provided you don't shit the bed at that right. first lunch. But if you do well the first time, and I remember specifically the first time I hung out with this friend, we saw The Shallows starring Blake Lively. Wait, speaking of movies, is Between You and You the sequel to You Before Me or Me Before You? <laughs> me Before You. What's the other no. one with like Timothy Chalamet? The oh, one? that's Call Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, invite them. You know what also is fun? Pick one that you like. Uh, and if you have another friend, like, decide to go out with that friend and then invite her. Be like, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to this fun. I always yeah. would be like, hey, we're going to break room. Or me and some of my friends, I pose it like me and my friends are doing something. Would you like to go? Yeah. And then you get, if she's like, oh, I can't. Or like, you know, you can gauge if someone wants to hang out with you. But it will organically, if you're not a total creep, like, it'll organically happen at work. Yeah. I I just personally have found it easier to kind of get in good with one person and then expand from there. Like, that's easier for me because I'm more of, like, a one-on-one hangout person. Not me. I swing for the fences. I'm like, who wants to listen to me tell jokes? Come on out. Yeah, you hang out with a a crew. Like, you tend to get a, a group together. Or just Greg. Or just Greg and then whoever else you pick up along the way. I do that. But, uh, yeah, have a thing that you're gonna do and invite them along. It'll be cool. And you know what's really cute? It's not that—and you're a girl, so you can do this. Like, bring cupcakes to work. It's, like, a really sweet thing to be like, hey, I'm here. Oh, I, I, you know where I got them? Oh, the bakery. Oh, I live by that bakery. Oh, I love that bakery. That's worked well for me. I bring to Avalon sometimes when you're not here and I just go by myself. I bring Krispy Kreme because there's one right near me, and there isn't one, like, local to over right. here. It's very nice of you. So it's, like, finding something that's—donuts are not that expensive compared to, like, a cupcake or something. But it's, like, a nice thing. Yeah. People remember that. Everybody, people remember that. Everybody likes the person that brought food. And it's okay to show that you're making an effort. You're new. And it's cool. I think that's sweet. I've done that before. Bought donuts for the crew. No one cared. Show got canceled. But still. (laughs) How about you bring back that uh, Easter egg situation? Put some cereal around (laughs) the office and Easter eggs. Or fish and don't tell them. Just get to work before everyone and be like, I've hidden things. Here's what you do. I've hidden things. Show up in a dirty bunny costume. You're like, it's me, your <laughs> coworker. As far away from April as possible. Is April Easter? Yeah, right. I don't Jewish. Yeah, I don't know. That All was right. March. Maybe it's April. It might be March. The whole they get it's whatever's after Valentine's Day before Fourth of July. As an adult, I don't Day. know when it is. It's, it's after real, St. Patrick's real Day. Real Gentile holiday, either way. Oh, yeah. it is the rising of Christ. 
it is second to Christmas in terms of body movement. I will never forget going to a local park as like a small child for an egg hunt and like bigger kids just straight up attacking me and taking eggs from me. Like people have no shame. If I were there, I would have defended you. I appreciate that. Don't you My parents our- were just like, we'll just go do this. Like it's not worth it. Because yeah. the problem there is all the other parents are animals who have taught their kids to like fight for the best thing. I'm sorry, my parents were there, but I they were not there. Okay. All right. Anonymous. You'll be okay. You make friends. It's okay for you. You're right. okay. Either well, look, there's no, a she lot ha- of approaches. No, she can rewind it. Get in there. You don't have to recap it. <laughs> you don't want to recap a turn. She up can pocket. rewind it. Hi, Eliza. I have an ex-boyfriend who has recently popped back up in my life and made it pretty clear he wants to hook up one last time. Ew! I'm tempted. Wait, is he 91 <laughs> last time? I'm tempted because he's still the best person I've ever slept with and I know it would be good. Mm. However, I'm apprehensive so because I don't have any feelings for him anymore, but I get the sense he's still into me. I'm worried it's going to be really different than before or just awkward since I'm not in love with him anymore. I'm moving out of state soon and so it's my last chance to get it on, but I just can't figure out if it's worth the risk or not what do you think that is up to you i mean you can have sex with no emotion especially if you've already like love the person and you're over it yeah if, if the sex is great and you're cool with it who cares about his feelings if he's the one going into it or it's like maybe it's old news it, it, the expression is you can never go home again you yeah. can never go bone again <laughs> it's never the same as it was when you were drunk that one time and you were young <laughs> next question meredith underscore wren Hey, Eliza and Emily. So I've been dating a medical resident for about three years. We have a year left of his program. We've moved to Miami together, and I left my comfort zone at home in Tennessee. I've grown a lot as a person and in my career. Not that far. But I'm receiving so much pressure and condescending comments about not being engaged after making such a, quote, sacrifice, unquote, without commitment. Mom and stepdad pressing about grandkids, which I don't want kids, and my father and friends telling me I'm not making a smart move by supporting my BF while he's in residency without the promise of commitment in the future. I understand the concern, but it brings so much anxiety to my relationship. Any advice on how to cope with the pressure or snappy comebacks for the naysayers? Extra info for context. We have both talked about our future in marriage, but still receive BS comments about being 29 without a ring. And wasting time and money on something without permanence. I mean, if he's a resident, he probably doesn't have money anyway. Um, And if you both know that you're going to be committed, what's important is that you both know that that's your path. It doesn't matter what other people think. I don't love the plan just because of biological. If you don't want to have kids, that puts you in a different lane if you truly don't. Mm -hmm. You might be saying that because it's like a way to deflect it. Let's pretend that you truly don't want to have kids. You really have to have a come to Jesus with yourself. What matters to you? Are you really content to just support this person? And Because he could change his mind. You might fall out of love, but he also could just be like, yeah, I guess not. It's not uncommon that, like, you know, starter wife kind of thing. Like, you're with the guy support, support through med school, and then he's like, I guess I'm done now. But what really matters is that you two have an understanding of where you're going and what you mean to each other. And you have to be honest with yourself. Do you really not want kids? Does marriage mean something to you and you're trying to act like it's cool and you can, and people are bothering you so you're even more anti? It's a, it doesn't matter what other people say or think. And if they can't respect that, I think your family's just looking out for you. But they should know this guy enough to know he's like a good guy. You know, have your dad call him and be like, what are your intentions? <laughs> but really at the end of the day, what matters is the honesty and communication and understanding between the two of you. Right. If you're both on the same page, great. Like, that's what they're always like when they're like, they said it wouldn't work. No one believed in us. It is you two against the world. So if you're on the same page and you're cool, that's what matters. But you have to make sure that that's actually how you feel. 
Yeah. Uh, that being said, I wouldn't do what you're doing. <laughs> Fuck his dreams. Fuck your dreams. What about my dreams? Real Miss Line. Hi, Eliza and Emily. Love both your podcasts. My question is about traveling. Am I losing fans every time I answer a question? <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because <laughs> you just tell them you don't like their choices? <laughs> no, they're here for honesty. Yeah, honesty. And you're different than them, and they can take it with a grain of salt. I'm different than you. <laughs> I'm different now. Eliza, how do you keep yourself organized on the road, and do you wish Emily was there with you, or does Emily <laughs> prefer the peace and quiet when you are out and about? Greetings from Germany. P.S. Tour. Come tour here a bit, bit to shown. Of course, German asked about organization. <laughs> how do you stay organized? <laughs> the world is so cramped. How do you, because you're a good packer. Uh, first of all, I tried to bring Emily on a flight once. I drugged her, I put her in a cage, and she got so upset mid-flight. Emily <laughs> doesn't want to go. I said she could come to New York with me for the month we're shooting. She's like, nah. She does not like change. She is a house cat. Yeah. Yeah. And I do get more sometimes. Fair. That's fine. And I, I told her when I hired her, I'm like, you, I said this to you. I'm like, however you want to do your job is fine. You mm-hmm. don't have to check in. But you do have to come to work every day. Um, I... I don't have a ton to organize. I wear a uniform on stage, which takes the guesswork out of clothes. So I wear black jeans and my tour shirt. You can say wearing your own tour shirt is dorky, but I, I sell a lot of shirts because people see how fucking dope it looks on me. Um, I have toiletries. I have a set for home and a set for travel so it stays packed. Yeah. Um, there's an art to it. You can really get into it and find, like, fun, cute containers to refill, and you can really sort of Marie Kondo and nerd out in things like that and having— you know, a cute little thing for your soap or a little travel candle, little zip pouches. Zip pouches are great. I have one for my electronics, headphones, wires, adapters, everything like that stays in one pouch. Pouches are great. Uh, and when I get into a hotel, the first thing I do is set up all my toiletries nice. And if I have writing to do, I set up my desk nice. Like put on the laptop, I turn it on, I charge it, I have a little thing with pencils or whatever. That way when I finally am in a mental space to do work, it's all set up nice for me. I keep a neat hotel room. Initially, I explode, and then I'll clean up my own hotel room. I don't let them in. Yeah, I mean, I think there's something to be said for you've done it enough times that you know exactly what you need. I don't even—I keep it all in the suitcase, too. Uh, If if, if I'm there for, like, two days, I don't Mm -hmm. unpack and put it in a drawer. And, uh, yeah, roll your shirts. Get more room. It's a little zippy—zippy—not plastic bags, like a little canvas bag. Makeup, one's toiletries. Bring your own, too. It's a lot cuter than wasting. Little things. Yeah, little things. Uh, do you want to do Top of the Cob? I think it's time for a Top of the Cob. Hit it. It's the Top of the Cob. We're doing it right. Okay. Every day. You just take a bite. Hit top it. of the Cob. Kick it off with your Top of the Cob. Okay. My Top of the Cob is that uh, my Nana calls me almost every weekend. Like, she'll check in. And Which Nana? Good Nana, bad Nana? Good. Uh, <laughs> Boston, Worcester. Uh, and she recently moved into a new old age home. Like she was kind of in a more independent situation before and now she needs a little more help. So my aunt who lives up there goes and visits her all the time and they've started calling me with the FaceTime instead of just the phone because, you know, my Nana's phone is like a thousand years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they've been FaceTiming me the last few times that she's called. And so my aunt just gives it to her and lets her talk to me and it's FaceTime and mostly it's not pointed at her face and I'm seeing like the top of her hair. Yeah. But it's nice because she'll be like, oh, show me your cat. Like I can show around she my room and I can show her my cat because I did give her 
official portraits of me and my cat, and I think it weirded her out. Uh, so she's trying to be interested in my life, and she's like, oh, can I see the cat? Yeah, because no one in her generation did, like, portraits with their right. non-hunting dogs. And she's, it's kind of like, oh, cool, a picture of you and your cat. You think you're going to get married? Mm-hmm. You know, and like, I'm like. I am married. <laughs> married. <laughs> right. Uh, that's sweet. Nana time. Yeah, so Nana face nice. time. Um, I have taken pleasure lately. Uh, our maid comes every week, and I leave cash for her. Sometimes I Venmo her. But I've taken pleasure in making a little gift bag out of the cash. So sometimes I will give her, you know, if a fan gives me a T-shirt that I can't really wear or something like that. Or, you know, I get a lot of stuff. People give me stuff, fans, companies. And I don't want to be a piglet and keep everything mm-hmm. and, like, hoard it for later. So I'll, I'll take a little sustainable bag that was gifted to me and I'll put in, like, some coffee or a candle or a shirt or some stuff that I just have never used and I make it look like a nice gift bag, and I fan out the money, and I put it in. Because I think it, for her, it's probably nicer to walk into, like, a fun little gift. Yeah, and you get, like— It's on the floor. Take it all the way out. You get candy and toys, and she yeah. has, like, kids. and So I like doing that. I, I've never seen her actually take it. Like, I'm never there when she takes it, but <laughs> I like to think it's nice for her to yeah. see a little gift. Yeah. That's my top of the cab. All right. My bottom of the cab. Flight home from Boston last week, sitting on the flight. And the guy next to me said hi. Didn't really talk to each other. And he ordered. I don't, the, I don't really drink on flights, but the flight attendant was like, "Would you want wine?" And I was like, "Yeah," because it was the middle of the day. I was like, "I don't want to be awake for six hours on the way home." Yeah, I love some white wine. And the guy next to me said, "Vodka." He said, uh, "Soda with lime." And I thought he said vodka soda with lime. And I go, "Oh, you know what? That's good. I'll have that." And she goes, "Soda with lime." I go, "Oh, I had. I thought I had vodka. Can you put vodka in it?" And the guy looks at me and he goes, "You're high maintenance." What? And I was like, "Is that okay to say?" I, Forgetting a, a drink that's a normal. I didn't order like a Pousse Cafe with like twelve layers. He's the one that needed a lime. It was, and he was definitely farting. And I was just like, <laughs> "Why do you think it's okay?" And I made a big deal. I was like, "What smells?" Like, why do you think it's okay to say that to me? I'm not gonna fuck you. That's so weird because that's not – you weren't like, can you pour in half vodka, then pour in some soda water, then put a lime, no. then put more vodka on Layer top. it. Like, so, you just wanted a drink in a drink. Yeah, he farted a lot. <laughs> I knew it was him, so. I knew it was him. Uh, my bottom of the cob stressed you out earlier, but it's that my neighbors are making noises that I can't ignore and it's not just a loud TV because everybody's like, just tell him to turn it off. I can't. There's a resonating note in his television mm-hmm. that buries itself in my ears and it's – I haven't been earworm. sleeping. And I'm going to be one of those people that just kills someone and doesn't remember and they're on the news just like, I don't know what happened. So I guess this is my confession. Uh, why don't you ask people their advice? I'm sure people live in small apartments, too. I got too. some advice because I posted about it on Instagram and some of your fans commented. And I've tried a combination of things. The thing that is the closest to working right now is the silicone, like, putty ear plugs that are hor- – like, they feel horrible. They upset me because they, like, plug up your ear. That with a sleep headphone band over it. It would feel like you were sick. It would feel like your ears were stopped. Yeah. Up. Ugh. And then something playing. So I'm hearing, like, the muffled sound of that. But then that tone is still getting under. So that's you know, where frequencies you are not blocking out in there. Yeah, you oh. know what you could do? Uh, blow out your own eardrums so you don't hear certain frequencies. Like, you've been <laughs> to too many concerts. And then you won't hear anything. <laughs> that might be. I, my heart aches for you. And I know that feeling when you're in your own home and something's loud. And it makes me so anxious. Yeah. But side note. Yeah. Unrelated, your skin looks good. Thank you. Really clear. I up. feel like I've figured out a... 
I've figured out my own routine. Like I drink a full Coca-Cola at Well, I finally, here, look, I got this advice from Jackie Johnson's Natch Butte podcast. Okay, I this is Ask Lies Anything. To, so. I went, I like went to a dermatologist because I was like, look, I've been doing all the things that people say you should do. Yeah. And it's not getting better. Like, there's only so, because you feel kind of like, oh, what am I doing wrong? And there's only so much you can do before you're I like, never it's feel not that way. Real, because I just was like, oh, I'm like, girl, like, what am I doing? I'm always like, what's everyone else doing wrong and how is it affecting me? <laughs> no, but I just was like, I need help. I need medical intervention. Yeah, so you got it. So I got it. And yeah. I paid I paid for the privilege, but I've I've figured it out. Would you Accutane? No. Because uh, that's a little that's kind of the more intense Velton, which is like a combo of Looks things great. that you put on every night. There and you go. Now I have like a thing to do. Better living through chemicals. Sometimes, yeah. Call your mothers. <laughs> Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.